This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 268, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, we have a very, very, very special episode today. I am continuing this series of speaking with other podcasters, other YouTubers, and today I speak to a YouTuber who is just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful person. As I mentioned in the podcast, I have spoken to this YouTuber who is called Rod. I have spoken to him a couple of times, only a couple, but I already feel like I have known him for 20 years because I think he just has a wonderful way of connecting with people. And that's what today's podcast is about, how to connect with people. And Rod also has an incredible, and I mean incredible life story to tell and this is what he does in today's show. The episode starts a bit slow like these episodes often do but as the episode continues and Rod tells us his amazing incredible inspiring life story and you will also feel the connection between Rod and me by the end of the episode and I absolutely guarantee you if you listen to all of this episode you will think wow that was definitely 25 minutes 30 minutes I'm not sure exactly how long it is well spent okay so I'm not going to say any more I will talk to you very quickly at the end but here is the conversation happy listening So, hello, Rod, and welcome to Rock and Roll English. It's a pleasure to be here. How are you today? I'm always fantastic, thanks. It's a pleasure to have you here as well. Um, So, for people that don't know, I've spoken to um, Rod a couple of times, and, well, you will find out he's a very, very interesting character, lots of stories to tell. But for people that don't know who you are, Rod, what you do, tell us a bit about you. Well, I am a Brazilian native, a father of two boys. I'm married to Talita for 17 years, and I am an English teacher for 25 years Mm -hmm. for Brazilians and for people around the world. Mm -hmm. And you also have your own YouTube channel as well now, yeah? I do. I do. Mm -hmm. Rod, the English teacher. Yes. And he has the coolest picture ever, ever, wearing some pretty cool sunglasses. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, and well, the the main reason um, I wanted you to come on the podcast, Rod, is because um, I feel you're so great at connecting mm-hmm. with people because I mm-hmm. think we've spoken two times online. Yeah, I already feel like, so we've never obviously met in person, but mm-hmm. I already feel like if one day we do meet, if, mm-hmm. if we were to meet tomorrow, I would... Yeah hug you like my dad almost (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and that's all that's kind of a strange thing um Mm -hmm. for me to connect so much Mm -hmm. with someone that who i've only spoken to a couple of times online so um tell us how how do you do it i think the main thing is to show respect Mm -hmm. and to highlight the good qualities of the person 
you're talking to or you're talking with. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like, I like like the kind of work that you do on YouTube for me is flawless. And I remember that I couldn't contact you or I couldn't reach out to you. And I remember asking Zdenek, how could I reach out to you? And he said, try Instagram because he's very active. And I remember that I sent you a private message, a DM. And uh, I think two or three days later, you replied to me. But I always sent the invitation and the link to my channel for the guest Mm -hmm. so they can... Uh, understand that I'm not a lunatic (laughs) inviting people over to have an interview with me. And that's how I connect to people. And one thing that I can tell you that I use uh, the truth. I tell the truth and what I really feel, you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't tell people something that I don't feel. Like, I think your podcast is amazing I tell you, your podcast is amazing. I think mm-hmm. life is too short not to tell people or to tell other people how important they are to us. Yeah, I think that's a, a very good point, actually. I remember when I actually got married, one of the things mm-hmm. I said at the beginning of the speech was mm-hmm. how we often don't tell people how we mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I basically said, so that's I'm going to use this yeah. opportunity to do that because, I, yeah, yeah. I I don't really do that, to be honest. So Mm -hmm. my my close family, um, Mm -hmm. like it's quite rare, I suppose, for me to Mm -hmm. say, you know, I love you kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like you said, life's too short because Mm -hmm. it might be one day where something happens, God forbid, um, and you think, why didn't I say that? So, so absolutely. And another way which um, I felt uh, we really connected is because you told me, um some stuff about you like the journey you've had because you told me that you loved english but obviously it wasn't seen as like a career and i always feel when people share stories with us their real life stories then Uh it helps you to connect with that person because it shows you that especially when that person shares a story that shows Mm -hmm. that person being vulnerable because if you share a story with me and say you know, I have a Ferrari, I'm really rich. Yeah. That's not going to make me think, okay, he seems like a really nice guy. But if you share a story where you've had difficulty, Mm -hmm. that makes me think like, oh, like it it touches my heart. So um, tell us something about your journey to becoming an an English teacher. Well, for starters, I would like to say that sometimes the clothes do not make the man. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you have... If you have a Ferrari or whatever, what matters to me is how intelligent the person is and what the person has to share. Mm-hmm. And about my story, I fell in love with the English language. I was seven years old because I was sitting at uh, I was sitting on the sofa uh, in my house and I saw Madonna on TV. Mm. I was seven years old and it was 1985. I'm a carbon dating English learner. So, um, I fell in love with that woman. I thought that she was very flamboyant, very beautiful to say so. I hope my wife doesn't listen to it. (laughs) Uh, And I told my father, I want to go to school to learn English because I want to know what she's talking about. And the next uh, morning, uh, during lunchtime, my father told me, oh, I went to the school that we have here and I signed you up 
for classes if you like it uh, you can go on and continue studying that and I fell in love instantly since the first class mm -hmm. and um, I never left the school and when I finished the course the the, the principal invited me to be a teacher with her Mm -hmm. And she and I told her, "You're crazy. I can't teach." She but, said, "So not not when you were seven years old. Obviously, we're talking no, a bit later in life seven, here. Yeah, ten years, ten years right. later, ten years later. When I was seventeen, when I finished the course, right? And then it was, I a, it was said, a long course. Then a ten-year course. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> but, I so, went, I did all the steps. Of yeah, the yeah. Of course, yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. So uh, and then it was awesome. And then I and then she believed in myself much more than I did. Uh -huh. She said, "You're going to be an amazing teacher." I said, "You're kidding me! I don't know how to teach." And then I fell in love with uh, teaching, and here I am, 25 years later, right? Te still teaching. Yeah, but you also had some difficulties on the way as well, mm -hmm. no, to to becoming a teacher. Yeah, yeah, because I was born disabled. I am a uh -huh. disabled person at birth and um, that made me uh, that gave me a lot of obstacles a lot of hindrances that I had to overcome because mm -hmm. I had a lot of uh, PT sessions for those who don't know what PT is physical therapy sessions mm -hmm. for 12 years of my life since I was one and a half year old and um, I had to have a lot of recovery I had to to go through two surgeries to reassemble my feet okay. you know so the doctor had to reconstruct let's say so both of my feet and um, it was really painful but I don't victimize myself mm -hmm. and I learned a lot you know so I think uh, this uh, resilience comes from that part you know I, mm -hmm. I don't give up easily and when I meet people like if I want to say, I like Martin, I come to you and I say, Martin, I like you because you do this, this, and that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think being true and being being able to be true and not being fake is one of the most important things mm -hmm. uh, to me, you know, so. Absolutely. Um, um, so, yeah, because, for example, when you shared that story with me, so everything... Mm -hmm about mm -hmm. when you saw madonna the yeah. difficulties you have faced mm -hmm. it obviously really inspired me and obviously that yeah. again helped helped us um mm -hmm. to connect so um but mm. now then so your physical difficulties have have they mm. gone now or no they are permanent i okay. went to the to the highest level that i could mm -hmm. into recovery but I still need help uh, of somebody's arm to walk because I have half of your balance, okay. you know. So I need an arm to help me. I can walk short distances. For long distances, I need a wheelchair, okay. you know. But when I go to a shopping mall, when I go uh, abroad, when I travel, but it doesn't stop me to do anything. I drive, mm -hmm. I got married, I have kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, my parents have been my legs, quote unquote, for many years. And mm -hmm. uh, now my wife is my faithful squire, <laughs> along with my my beautiful boys Fantastic. as well. So, and you know. so again, I imagine 
maybe that was difficult for like mm-hmm. um teaching obviously now things are online but mm-hmm. maybe at the beginning of your teaching career um yeah. how did you find that was it difficult to like in the classroom how how was that yeah i had to have some adjustments like i couldn't mm-hmm. write on the whiteboard or on the blackboard so i would write everything down on a paper if i needed or i would invite the students to come to to come up to my desk mm-hmm. you know so i would write everything down but um now at my school and my own school we have projectors everywhere so i have mm-hmm. a computer and i can course, type yeah. everything and they see on the wall so things are uh, are fine now mm. but the worst thing uh during all this journey martin is called rejection mm-hmm. judging the book by its cover mm-hmm. if you know what i mean you know sure. because people would come to me oh but you're going to be my teacher walking this way or how can you be a teacher can you speak even even nowadays sometimes when i go out with my wife People ask me, um, people ask her, what does he want to eat? Because they associate my uh, disability with not talking or not, oh, uh, you know, so. That's uh, and terrible then, when people and do then that. She gets, and then she gets mad and then she gives me the menu and say, see what you want and tell him what you would mm. you like to have, you know. So Yeah, I mean, obviously nothing to that level I've never had, but mm-hmm. um, for many times. In, mm-hmm. when i was living in italy mm-hmm. it happened to me many times where mm-hmm. maybe i was with my wife and mm-hmm. yeah people spoke about me in the third person of maybe like that what does he eat yeah. what does he like and yeah. i remember thinking why are you not talking to yeah. me i mean That's how i'm not works. i'm not italian but i mm-hmm. you know i've, I've studied the language mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. my italian's not mm-hmm. perfect but i can communicate and it mm-hmm. it always made me feel about two inches mm-hmm. tall mm-hmm. um so i mean yeah obviously it's, it's nothing compared to what um you've had to deal with but um yeah but yeah that's the only sort of times where i've had any feeling like that and yeah it's it's mm-hmm. not nice at all i always say when you talk about someone in the third person yeah. when they're in the room that mm-hmm. is just and mm-hmm. not a nice thing to do yeah no it's not once uh, there was a person once that they asked if my wife was my private nurse right okay wow you know so mm-hmm. they asked it to my face is she mm-hmm. your private nurse i said no i don't pay her <laughs> you know so <laughs> and we are and we are boyfriend and girlfriend so I, I think I owe you money then. And then I started laughing. I tried to, to turn things into a, 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 a into humor. Mm-hmm, of course. Not yeah. to make the person so feel so awkward. Because mm-hmm. I, I sometimes understand as well. Because sometimes they don't understand. So they, yeah, they make this kind of question. So sometimes it gets um, home to me. But sometimes it doesn't. So... Sure. I, I I have to measure and balance who to reply and how to reply to them, mm-hmm. you Absolutely. know, so that's why. Um, but so talking about your students, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and I can just imagine you having a fantastic relationship mm-hmm. with your students because once they get to know you, etc. So um, mm-hmm. how do you how do you do that? How do you create 
relationships? Well, I think, uh, at least in Brazil, people think that English is uh, superficial. You need English right. just for SATs or for a job interview or for uh, your CV or your resume mm -hmm. or whatever. But then, uh, to teach English, I need to become a friend to mm -hmm. my student. Mm -hmm. And sometimes after class, it happened many times, they wanted to tell me personal things to ask for advice or mm -hmm. anything. So you end up becoming friends with your mm -hmm. student. Yeah. That's what happens in Brazil a lot, you know, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, no, I'm, I, mm -hmm. I've had exactly the same. Mm -hmm. In fact, mm -hmm. I think probably this is why I'm not so good as a business yeah. owner because uh, I've become yeah. so friendly with everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, d I don't mm -hmm. see people as customers, mm -hmm. let's say, or anything yeah. like that. I see people as people, as friends. And um, so I'm not able to, I've attended some things about um, running mm -hmm. your own business and they talk and I just think I could never do that. I could never exactly. like give people when they say like, you have to pay now, you have 10 seconds mm -hmm. to pay kind mm -hmm. of thing. I could never yeah, do that yeah. because yeah, I wouldn't yeah. like to put people I am a bad pressure. business owner yeah. as well in that, uh, in that sense because uh, I put my heart in first place. You know, I, I'm, mm -hmm. I don't have a... I'm not that uh, person who's crazy about money. Of course, we need money, but uh, sometimes I feel and I see, oh, this person needs it now and I'm going to give them some time. But I'm just like you, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I prefer to teach more than teaching for me is like a big, um, um, how do, how do I, how can I put it? Uh, for me, it's a big therapy. I love it to have mm -hmm. the students and to to talk to them, to to exchange ideas, to mm -hmm. to swap numbers. And one thing that uh, the student has to notice, at least in Brazil, is that we are trustworthy. Mm -hmm. You know, like um, sometimes they come to me and say, "Teacher, can you can you?" Because they call us teacher here. Could you, could you give me your WhatsApp number? And I say, okay, I can give you my WhatsApp number, but promise me that you're not giving it to someone else or to a lot of people because then I have to change numbers. And by giving them my number, they trust me and I trust them. Mm -hmm. So you create a bond, you mm -hmm. know? So uh, that's the way it works over sure. here. You know? um, and so... Going back to when you were seven years old and mm -hmm, you, you saw course. Madonna, did you mm -hmm. ever think at that point you would be talking to people from around the world, um, having a YouTube channel where people watch from all over the world? No. No, at first, I have to say thank you to my wife because my wife told me during the pandemic, you have to go to YouTube. Mm -hmm. You have a lot to teach. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to be a conventional teacher. I didn't want to have a blackboard in, uh, behind me or a whiteboard behind me and writing things down. And I said, I like to tell people stories. I, mm -hmm. I told my wife. So I'm going to invite people and teach English through the interviews. Mm -hmm. So I started having the first guest with my friend Angelo from Cotter. And he said, I'm down, I'm going to do it with you. And then the channel's growing now. Now I am on TikTok. My TikTok is blowing up. 
A really? I have 4,000 people. I have 4,000 right, people following wow. me on TikTok. Mm. Uh, so this is the 15-second generation, Martin. <laughs> so we have to find a way to deal with them. Sometimes I feel like, a, oh, I am stupid because I am old. I am almost 44 like, years old like and me. I'm on TikTok, you know. So, But um, if you allow me to say, I need to say something before we go. Um, for me, you are a genius. <laughs> Thank you. I've... When I, to tell the truth, when I listen to your things, I am really proud. Oh, I know this guy, and I know mm -hmm. how how far he can go. How uh, what a father he can be. When I saw pictures of your daughter with your family, I am proud to be your friend. You know, I you put things on the podcast in a way that uh, it's so soothing. You know, when you listen, the way you make fun of things, the way you talk to people. So thank you very much for that entertainment and for that content. You are awesome. Thank, thank you very much. That, that means a lot. This is what we were talking about earlier of, I think, mm -hmm. how you connect with people. Because, yeah, when people yeah. say things like that to me, obviously, it makes me feel special. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. thank you very much. Because that also is what basically I try to do of like when you mentioned the like entertainment trying to teach people in a entertaining yeah. way yeah. is exactly what I try to do but yeah, yeah. Um, I would imagine well if it's not something I hear so regularly so when mm -hmm. people say maybe other people think that I don't know mm -hmm. but don't tell me but when someone does tell me it means so much because um, people should say things more not yeah just I, keep I agree it to themselves I agree know? Um, mm -hmm. that's why I think you, you are such a special person mm. person for doing this because lots of people like me often are maybe too shy to say these things and maybe yeah. like, we feel a bit stupid and I'm certainly like that so I often don't tell even people very close to me certain mm -hmm. things because I, I think it maybe it was just the way I was brought up um, yeah. But that's what I think separates you and makes you such a special mm -hmm. person because you're able to say this. Yeah. Um, when you are when you are disabled, like in my case, I I can look through the eyes of the person. Mm -hmm. And when I interviewed you, I was like uh, so happy because you accepted the invitation and we didn't meet before. And I could see in your eyes that you are an extremely intelligent person and the way you say things the way you put things out in a, in such a simple way that anyone can connect with you it doesn't matter if they are 70 years old if they are 17 if they're 70 you know mm -hmm. so i think that's special and the way you talk during the interview you were so sincere and when i asked about your daughter you completely changed because mm -hmm. it made you even more um, open because I could see in your eyes and because you didn't go through the same things that I, I've gone through, but uh, being rejected, Martin, hurts a lot, mm. but it gives you thick skin and it uh, teaches you how to praise or how to find the good side in every single person that you meet. Mm -hmm. So for me, you are very talented. You have a beautiful message. And I have to say that. Why not to say that? You know, of course. So that's what I feel. Yeah. Well, and 
I mean, mm-hmm. I'm almost crying here. So, <laughs> but I just haven't even got words. Really, this is what I was saying about how you make people feel so special. Mm-hmm. You yeah. really connect um, with people. I think you're an amazing person because maybe, like you said, you say so you've suffered lots of rejection in your mm-hmm. life. Some people, maybe, I imagine, yeah. I don't know, are maybe angry about that. But you have mm-hmm. gone the complete opposite. And like you said, mm-hmm. you always try to look for the good in people. So I think mm-hmm. you are an absolute inspiration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I wanted to have you on today. And I'm, I've mm-hmm. got absolutely no doubt everyone mm-hmm. listening to this right now is feeling inspired as well. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for coming on and thank um, you sharing all of me. this with us. Thank you for having me. And uh, I think you are... I don't. I don't. If I had a word to describe you, it would be like um, um, a dream chaser. Okay. That's one of the most beautiful things that I think a person can have in their lives. Mm-hmm. You are a dream chaser, and you are a family guy. Mm-hmm. And when some people sometimes they DM me on on Instagram and say, "Oh, you heart everything that I put on." Mm-hmm. I, I, I reply back to them, but you deserve it. You do a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, so why not? Oh, you're amazing. That was a good thing. I don't know if I'm going to be alive tomorrow to of tell course. you these things. So if you don't see me anymore, if I'm going to a higher place, I don't know. At least you're going to have this memory from me, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. Well, I, I mean that especially like, I don't know if I'm going to be alive tomorrow so like do yeah. it today I think yeah a stronger message yeah. than that doesn't exist yeah. so um, yeah. yeah thank you so much for sharing this with us Rod it's been an absolute yeah. pleasure yeah and just to finish I like to say I'm just this person because my parents told me that's not because you are a disabled person that we're gonna pat your head and say oh poor one we're gonna do this for you no we want you to be as normal as you can be mm-hmm. so don't victimize yourself because people don't like that Absolutely. i learned it since i was a child so mm-hmm. that's how i finish i'm not a victim i'm just telling a story Absolutely. the true story yeah and a water story as well so so again thank you so much rod it's been an absolute pleasure and pleasure hopefully we'll mine. talk to you again soon of course me too Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. See ya. Okay, so here we are at the end of the conversation. How was it? Because I was honestly getting a bit choked up during the episode. So when you get choked up, it's like when you feel almost like you're about to cry. And that's kind of, in a strange way, what I was feeling like as I was talking to Rod. Because as I said, he has this unbelievable way of connecting with people. So make sure you go and check out Rod's YouTube channel. I will put links to this in the show notes, which is rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 268. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. I will talk to you very soon. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.